I didn't go to the theater last weekend, so I had to go twice this week. That's just the way it goes. That's the rules. I don't make them. I just follow them. Uh, so Sunday, I had nothing to do on Sunday night. Figured I'd go and check out Scream 6, because why the hell not? Um, I'm not the biggest Scream fan. In fact, I've only seen one, five, and six. I only saw one like two years ago, maybe. So I'm like pretty new to the franchise. And I'm sure I like the first one because of the Wes Craven of it all. Like it's a really mean, Mm -hmm. funny, just classic Craven style. And I enjoyed five for what it was. I don't know if I like the cookie cutter nature of these films just because they're basically, from what I can tell, the same thing every time, just in a different situation, maybe with different characters. Sure. And that's what I had a problem with in this movie because it's really well made, it's well acted, there's really, really gnarly, great kills. But I was just like, I I predicted this from the get, from like yeah. the get-go. And I'm like, I just don't see how this, me sitting here for two hours and then not being surprised at the end, mm-hmm. is all that fun, especially when the exact same thing happened last movie. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they're interconnecting the story, making it a little broader, but is I it, need more. Is <laughs> like, it like the franchise being tired or is it just... I don't even know what else it would be. Like, I don't know. Just, if, like, not a level of effort being put into making an original. I mean, I don't know if you can make... So that's my thing with saying, that, like, I haven't seen 2, 3, and 4. So, like, maybe sure. this is just the way that they are, and that's totally yeah, fine. It's been like that from the get-go. Yeah, and maybe they're just not for me, but I don't know that you can do anything else with these movies. Like, I think that Scream sure. is this, and I think people love it. It's just not my franchise. So I didn't feel like I wasted my time with Scream sure. 6. I still had a, a great time at the movies, but it wasn't like surprising Didn't or impressive yeah. in any way. Yeah, so I don't know. Weird. I If you like Scream, you're definitely going to like this one. You know, it's yeah. very similar, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And shout out Jenna Ortega. Like, she just is taking over. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of astounding how Star on the popular. Rise, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's kind of unbelievable, but she's great in this, so. Um, but yeah, so Scream 6, eh, three stars, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird that, like, I mean, so Scream was 96. That's right. That sounds, sounds about right. About uh, right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it is like Wes Craven. So, like, you know, but like, doesn't it seem like it's something that either we should be done with or should be way farther along with by now? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know how we're only, it's what you said, it was seven. Right. Six. Six. Yeah. So like so how even we, less like, <laughs> in literally almost 30 years. Yeah. We've only gotten gotten six. Like, yeah. That's and wild in this, I don't know. In the same period of time, we have like 20 Friday the 13th movies, you know? It's yeah. Or like... I mean, like the original like <laughs> Fast and Furious came out in like 2001. Like, it's, yeah. you know, I don't know. But. It Maybe it's because like, they're printing yeah. money now and people just like want to see like the Halloween movies the same thing. And I'm not the biggest fan of the new Halloween movies, but like, yeah, Dale's made like two hundred fifty million dollars. Like what? It's I wonder crazy. if that's I wonder if that's what's going on. If it's like picking up momentum because there's like this resurgence in nostalgia horror is is coming up. That would make sense. It would, and it's weird because Scream is like very much for the younger kids, and yeah. 
I don't think kids know what the hell this movie is. <laughs> like, uh, what the hell? Ninety yeah. six? Like, they're not like, oh, scream! I ne- like, you know yeah. the mask, but you don't know what the who Sidney Prescott is. Like, yeah, who, for me, they don't like, know who it, Nev Campbell is. Like, yeah, give me <laughs> give me a movie that came out in the like late seventies that I'm like right. excited for the franchise for, and I'm like, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I got I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. So so Scream Six. That's th- th- those are my okay. thoughts on Scream Six. Okay. Um, I'm going to go in a, a, a rather different direction here. Um, mm. I watched a movie called The Land of Steady Habits. Ooh. Um, it's directed. So the reason it got on my radar is it's directed by Nicole Holfenser. Holf- okay. Holofus. I don't know. She's got two consonants <laughs> next to each other in her name, so I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Um, but she's the director of You Hurt My Feelings, which is the new A24 movie coming out with Julia Louis-Dreyfus uh, that premiered at Sundance. Oh, uh, and is like, you know, I think coming out in a couple weeks or something. I don't have the exact thing. Um, but yeah. so this is a previous film by her. Uh, stars uh, Ben Mendelsohn, Edie Falco, um, oh. Connie Britton. And it's a really quiet story. It's literally just about a guy who got divorced, left his job, and is like trying to put his life back together. Classic and, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. And like keep his... Uh, <laughs> keep his relationship with his kid and all this kind of stuff. And it's a really quiet, interesting thing. It is a little bit weird. It's like um, asking you to sympathize with this guy. I don't even know if this is fair, but it's asking you to Hmm. sympathize with this guy who basically just like threw his life away. He was like, I'm not happy in my life, so I'm leaving. And then he's sad and you're like, well. Well, you did it to yourself. (laughs) Nice, dude. Um, Interesting. So, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's, um. Ben Mendelsohn is really, really good in it. It is nice to see him like really dive into like the depth of his actual acting talent as opposed to some of the other things like, you know, I mean, he's done so much pop culture in the past few years, you know, I know like so much. Yeah. Like Rogue One, Captain Marvel, like Spider-Man Far From Home. I guess guess those are the same character. But um, yeah, it's nice to see him with like that actual um, intensity and Connie Britton's in it and she's great. She's I'm, great. I love absolutely love her. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like worth watch. Um, it's mm. not the best movie I've seen so far this year. It's not the worst. Um, it's right very, down the middle. It's very calm and quiet. Um, That's good. And and it's very, I don't know who will relate to this, but it's very Connecticut. It's got major <laughs> Connecticut energy and it's set in Connecticut. Okay. It makes sense. But like, perfect. You can okay. feel that it's Connecticut before that you realize that they're in Connecticut. So I got you. Okay. Okay. Um, did Streaming you on this? Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I like quiet movies, especially yeah. ones that, you know, are good. <laughs> it's also, um, what's his name? Did you watch Ozark? Not extensively. Charlie Dahan, uh, oh, played like the, the, drug friend in uh ozark um oh this guy okay yeah plays pretty much the same character in the land of steady habits um, classic okay but, like hey if it's gonna work for you it's gonna work for you yeah exactly damn okay so netflix so, it was this 90 yeah. minutes something uh oh. it's i think it's just shy of two hours cool yeah still, still i'm very proud my uh, my average movie time thus far this year is uh an hour and 21 minutes wow yeah. Wow, even with Bardo and Avatar and Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's wow. why it's so long. It's like Yeah. You know, true. Usually I think last year I was at like, you know, 112 or something, so. Right, right. Keeping right. it keeping it long. It's true. Um, Damn. Okay. Yeah. 
You know what? I'm going to talk about a show right now. Ooh, we haven't had a show on here in a long time. We haven't, but this is one that kind of broke through the mold for me. Um, have you heard of the new show called Swarm on Prime? You texted me about it, and I was like, yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yes, and I didn't know what it was until it got here because it was the first thing on the thi- on the on the like, I don't know the the title or the marquee, I guess, for them. Yeah, it's a new show from Janine Neighbors and Donald Glover, who obviously did Atlanta, and Janine has mm-hmm. been a part of Watchmen and a whole bunch of other shows. And it centers a uh, a woman who is deeply obsessed with a pop star to an unhealthy degree. And mm-hmm. it follows her. She's played by Dominique Fishback, who's absolutely phenomenal in this. She's putting in a really strange and specific performance because she's so obsessed with this pop star that she's kind of stunted her own mental growth to a mm-hmm. point because she plays off of Chloe Bailey, who is her sister in this show, and Chloe Bailey is clearly a 27, 28 year old, and they're supposed yeah. to be only a couple years apart. And Dominique is like, feels like she's maybe 12. Sure. It's so crazy. <laughs> um, but the show is so impressive, and I haven't finished it yet. I think it's completed its run at this point, but I'm only about mm. two, three episodes in. But it is wild. It is dark. It is beautifully made. Like it is shot and colored so specifically. But it is the definition of like a feel bad time. And I don't know if the rest <laughs> of the series is like that, but this yeah. is like her obsession with this pop star not only makes you feel uncomfortable, but it takes her into these really, really destructive and aggressive and just violent places. And it's crazy because I've never seen a show quite like this. And of course, it takes mm-hmm. Donald Glover to have this kind of vision about this sure. and get it across the finish line. But um, I mean, I'm just kind of floored by the quality of this show and how daring and bold it is like it's just first thing on prime can't believe that like top tier so many people are not gonna like this because of how strange it is but it is it is truly impressive so i don't know if you're gonna like it but i think you should watch the first episode i'm glad you talked about it because like my curiosity is definitely peaked now in that, yeah. like, when you sent me this before, I assumed it was some kind of, like, like horror horror like... bees thing or something, you know? No. Um, but <laughs> definitely uh, that not. Sounds, yeah. sounds interesting. Yeah, it is. And, like, the performances are just something else. Like, I can't... Sh- Dominique, who I've seen before, I think she was in Judas and the Black Messiah. Like, she's been mm-hmm. around, but this is different. And her aura is just so off-putting i can't wait to get to the end of this series because i don't know where it's headed like truly i have no idea so um swarm check it out if that appeals to you you know very strange (laughs) um i want to tie in this yeah this like this is a whole episode of like no good no no connective tissue (laughs) um i watched a movie so (laughs) to watch eo uh for the oscars i dug into my Criterion collection subscription and had that streaming platform. Um, So now I have like a whole, not new, but like, I'm like, oh, look, I know how to actively access the Criterion collection now, (laughs) Um, which is like dangerous because I keep finding these random things that I'm like obsessing over. Uh, One of which is a movie from 1966 called Tokyo Drifter. Ooh. um, 60s movie. Yeah, yeah, it's sixties um, Japanese. Sure, movie. that would make sense. Um, yeah, directed Yakuza. by uh, Saijun Suzuki. Um, okay, 
who like has done a bunch of stuff and I'm like learning about him as I go. And it's like this really weird. So basically the story is a Yakuza boss like dissolves his empire and his main enforcer guy kind of goes off on his own. Oh, um, God. And it's it's like this whole thing. And it's weird because like I can't even really properly express what it's about because it doesn't fit in like all of the normal conversations that I have about films. You know, like, sure. I, like I, I have to like find a different vocabulary for it. So I've been having a really hard time putting words to it. But yeah, um, it's this really bizarre kind of neo. I don't see. I don't want to say neo noir, but it's like it's very gangsterish it's very uh, yeah like it has like a positive opinion of the yakuza which is a very strange kind of thing it's like it's oh. all about loyalty and it's all about honor and like you know working as you know in like the the japanese mentality there Ooh. all well it's like yeah he's just like killing people and like they're fighting it and it's like weirdly kind of like a western and weirdly not it's like it's really really interesting Oh shit. Um, okay. And it's very bizarre to watch something. This is going to sound so weird, but it's very bizarre to watch something that old. Yeah. Um, and then like I do every now and then, but the things that I watch from like the sixties tend to be the hell, classics even to the seventies that, yeah, I was saying before, like, yeah, the classics, the things that are like, Oh, this is like top tier filmmaking, like down the line. And like, this is really good and it's really good filmmaking, but it's definitely not like there's a level of polish. That's not really there. Sure. Um, I don't know. It really kind of like adjusted my like mindset of like the movies that I watch these days. So Yeah. Oh shit. And and a sixties movie from Japan is mm-hmm. definitely not something that I've really been a part of uh or yeah. been privy to. Like very interesting. I wonder what the movie scene in Japan was like in the sixties, to be quite well, honest. <laughs> it sent me down an interesting thing, and this could be something that we talk one day about on the main pod of like there's definitely a very specific kind of movie. Like there's a style to it is what I'm getting mm-hmm. at. Yeah. Um, that like you could call avant-garde, absurdist, pop, arty, like surrealist oh. almost to a degree. Like there's like a, there's, I don't, I can't place exactly what it is, but I'm like, it's interesting that those kind of terms we, we don't have for modern film. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, there's oh, man. indie and there's, you know, box office popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess like Indian popcorn could technically be that, but I'm like, there's no film that I'd be like, this is part of the, like the surrealist movement that's going on right now. You know what I mean? Which oh, very maybe interesting. there's like, you know, you can never tell what art you're in until after. Sure. But of course. Um, yeah. Hindsight, you know, um, yeah. I'm looking at the but trailer yeah. right now. It looks gorgeous too. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful film. Like, wow. um, and parts of it are in black and white and parts of it are, really really pop color oh wow there's like sets that are these huge like like there we go like surreal kind of just like this is supposed to be a real space but it's clearly not a real space sure you know um i don't know it's oh, interesting man well i'm gonna have to check this out i bet you it's probably only streaming on the criterion channel it's only streaming but i think you can rent it on amazon and uh oh okay itunes yeah worth it i'm gonna yeah add there's a, another list. Uh, Branded to Kill was uh, the other film by that guy. Um, gotcha. It's like his big addition to the uh, the world. Yeah. Man, okay. Well, I love Yakuza movies, and one from this point of view is very interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> damn. Well, I'll have to check that out. I uh, 
did I get you a Criterion subscription? You did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Did I get you that? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're using it. <laughs> I completely yeah. forgot about that. No, it was like, yeah, I think you got it for me for Christmas like a couple years ago. And it was yeah. Like, I was like, I know I have that. I got to get in there. And then it was like EO only streaming on Criterion. I was like, like, guess what I have? There we go. Yeah. Well, shit. And now and now like I can't get rid of it because I keep watching stuff because Criterion only has the best movies ever made on it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, man. Um, I do. I do want to follow up because this is like probably the only connection that we could actively make in 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 this episode. I also watched. Yes, madam. I saw that you watched that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Yes, Madam? I've seen bits and pieces. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. This Michelle Yeoh's in this, insane. right? Michelle, this is like her yeah. first big thing. Yeah. Um, this is Michelle Yeoh's first movie. It's a, a Hong Kong cop movie. Yes. And it is, A, the most 80s thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> like, I thought I had seen the most 80s movie of all time. Yeah. Uh, shout out Streets of Fire and like uh, maybe, but like, damn, this is an 80s movie. Yes. Um, but Michelle Yao is so good in this. Um, yeah. And this movie fucking moves. Yeah. Like the editing in the, like. I we got through like five plot points in like 10 minutes and I was like, holy yes. shit. Like there's just like, all right, we're going here now. All right, we're here now. All right, we're here now. Like, it's just moving. I was like, like to the point where you're almost like, wait, okay, what? Who's okay? This okay? This guy's yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, there's, I mean, there's like six characters, but like, they're doing a ton of stuff, man. The editing is insane. Shit. This movie's really fucking good. And this on Criterion too, I assume. It's on Criterion. Also rentable on Amazon. Of course, of course. I have at least I've seen bits and pieces of this. Um. Okay, so produced by Sam Hung, directed by Corey Yuen. Okay, so I know all these yeah. names. Okay. Damn. God. And this is her first movie? Yes. Holy yep. hell, dude. All right. Well, I got to check out Yes, Madam <laughs> from 1985. So, so wild. Got to add that to my watch list pronto. Um, God, I love Michelle Yeoh. She's, I'm like kind of on a kick. I think because I, I have like three other movies that she's in that I want to watch. And I'm like, and dude, she's been working since the 80s. Yeah. The 80s. I mean, <laughs> yes, madam. 1985. Yeah. Yes. It's so awesome. All right. I'm adding yes, madam to my list right now. Fantastic. Well, I guess to build off of that and the movie that you spoke about right before that, um, neo-noir martial arts action epics. Uh, I watched John Wick four in theaters yes. in IMAX on Saturday night. I had a um, feeling that's where you're going. So it's like, I don't want to go from John Wick to, to, to yes, madam <laughs> to yes, madam. <laughs> I feel that I appreciate it. So this was obviously on my top five, most anticipated list. It was actually number four. And we've talked at length mm-hmm. about the John Wick movies on this podcast. We're both humongous fans and, um, my expectations were very high for this movie just because mm-hmm. I know what they bring and every single time they kind of up the ante in a lot of different ways. And I was a little bit worried because people were just like, this movie is a banger. Like I, I try to go in blind, but you know, you can't these days. This movie is extraordinary, dude. You hmm. have got to see this movie in a theater because yeah. there are things 
in this film that I've never seen before, like every John Wick movie, mm-hmm. but every action set piece, I'm like, and there's probably six to eight like major set pieces that are just long drawn out action sure. sequences. Every single one, I'm like, I've never seen, I've never seen this before. Like there are cinematography techniques that Chad uses that I'm just like, you're a genius, dude. <laughs> like you're an action genius. Like there are sequences that had people in our theater just like, like screaming it was so it was just the energy was unbelievable in this theater and everyone i mean they bring in donnie yen who's an absolute legend when it comes to like Mm -hmm. thai martial arts like he's a substantial character in this and he's fucking amazing he is amazing (laughs) he adds so much to this world and hero sonata is in this again and chad lets these guys cook man i put this in my letterbox review i put spoilers so i hope you didn't read it but um Okay, good. Him, I will stop Donnie Yen, around Letterbox though. <laughs> yeah, Scott Adkins, like they all have very specific fighting styles. Yeah, and Chad lets them do it. And Scott Adkins is in a fat suit. He still does his roundhouse <laughs> kicks. Oh my god, dude! Like there, I, I can't even believe how much energy and um, like passion that this movie has to it. And yeah, it's three hours. I could have sat there for another 45 minutes easily. Like it was just, I want, I didn't want it to end really because it's <laughs> sure. so much fun. When you get to the last third, that's where it really shines to me. Cause there's this long drawn out sequence where John wick is just trying to get from one place to the other mm-hmm. while assassins are, are just coming at him because the bounty has just been upped. So it's yeah. just like, just absolute Endless. mayhem and madness and they go to Tokyo and they or they go to Osaka, they go to Paris, they go to Berlin and they really go there and they really shoot there. Um this is one of the most impressive movies I've ever seen period. Like that's wow. just the way it is. All right. And um I don't want to like I told my dad this and he's like I think you're setting a precedent that I you, I can't really like I think it's <laughs> you're rating it too high. I'm like I can't do it any other way, man. This yeah. is a five-star movie. This is the best John Wick movie. This is like it, it just is everything. Like it culminates in this epic epic neo-noir like as we're bringing back neo-noir but like this epic like blockbuster action like it's just i can't even it's so crazy to me that this movie was that this series has spawned four movies and i literally considered going to see it the night after i was like can i do that can i can make I sense again? of that in my mind <laughs> and i was like i'd rather I, I should go see scream six instead but i might go see it again man because i saw an imax i really want to see it in the dolby because like the sound is just better um this movie kicks ass, dude. This movie absolutely shreds, and I want you to see it pretty bad. Like, all right, all right. <laughs> oh my god, I can prioritize. Yeah, it's. You um, do have you do have a really good track record with me of being like theater. This movie. is the one you gotta see in the theater. Yeah, because what was yeah. it? Top Gun, Avatar, Top like, Gun, and Avatar, and the, yeah. yeah, the Batman. <laughs> like, There's a couple that I'm like, yeah, you know, and yeah. this is definitely one. God damn, Keanu Reeves is such a badass man. I I just. What there a career, was, man. Like, I just don't under He was on Smartless today. I don't know if you listened to that, but mm-hmm. like, just so, just the guy is just a genuine dude. 